What's going on, good people? Rich here. Ray P here. What's going on? <laughs> Do all my invisible niggas go to heaven? Yo, come on, man. <laughs> Just took the words right out of come on, Ray. Stop. <laughs> That's the only question that matters this week, right? That's the only question that matters. All I need to know is if all my invisible niggas went to heaven. <laughs> I mean... Hey man, shout out to all the listeners out there. Uh, welcome to another episode of We Got Y'all, an ode to season five, which is affectionately known as the last season of Insecure. We have reached episode two, and uh, it's titled Growth. Okay, I'm gonna have you start doing the titles because you know I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm hitting okay right. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, because it's more like a growth. Okay. Yeah, you can start, yeah, from next week on, you're going to start doing the titles. Cause Got you. It's all about having the right inflection. That's all. Hey, you know, it's balanced. You go ahead and handle that. Um, before we get started, I do have to just talk about the weekend. Me and Ray P got to link up. Yes. Shout Ray out to Cleveland. Yeah, shout out to Cleveland. Always a pleasure being around you and just getting that energy and having a chance to actually speak about the podcast with other people um who were present and we had a chance to discuss it with them so that was the whole point of this even creating this kind of space is to have those moments and we appreciate everybody listening taking the time to hear us out join the conversation uh, rachel came up with a great idea we need to start some kind of mailbag or absolutely a voicemail system or something because we appreciate the text messages um congratulating us and whatnot but for people who are listening which we found out some I don't want to call them strangers, but new friends um, who've tuned in so that they can have access to us and we can sort of expand the conversation beyond just uh, Kyron and I for 45 minutes out of your day. <laughs> nah, that's real. And we next week we'll have an email address or something where you can submit some questions. Just be a part Comments. of it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And we appreciate all of it. Remember to like, listen, subscribe, uh, rate us. Rate us. Bad. You know, we just want the feedback, know how we can get better. So we just want to take the time out, as always, to thank y'all for joining us on this ride. Um, thank you. We love y'all. We love y'all and appreciate you so much. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this episode is directed by Maurice Mirable. Um, I think he directed one other episode of Insecure. It was season three, episode three. Okay. Back like. Um, so this is the second time in the fold. And what did you think overall? What are your overall um, impressions of episode two? Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Upon first watch, I I didn't really love it. Okay. Um, but when I rewatched it, I was like, you know what? Let me take that back. I'm going to renege. Um, and I and I appreciate it, you know. Although it didn't go in the direction that I thought it would go after episode one, I mean, we immediately see them fast forward a year um, versus staying within that timeline. So we fast forward to right through the uh, the groundwork of Issa and Molly's rekindling. So now we jump to them just being right back where they were. Or more so, really in a better place. And we see a lot more effort friendship-wise um, on Molly's end this time. Like, we've never seen her stay at Issa's house. I mean, although she was homeless for a season. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we only saw her at Issa's house for, what, the wind-down 
uh, season two, episode one, helping her pack at the finale of Due North, and then helping her move into the apartment where she's the manager, and then that one self-care Sunday. So usually Issa was at Molly's house or they were on outings. So I thought that that was interesting. I don't know if that was intentional, but I definitely noticed that. No, so it's interesting that you said upon first watch you didn't like it. I didn't know what to think after the first watch. And I think a lot of people felt that way. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people felt that way last week. And I realized something that you mentioned last week. I think a lot of people are watching this with the idea that they know this is the last season. Yes. That's I, I think that's happening to all of us. I think we had we've had uh however many months to sit here and think about how we think insecure should end. Mm-hmm. We're not kind of digging into it right away. Like I, I mentioned this on last week's episode, but I really saw this episode this week and I was like, man, I'm really thinking of that that way too. I'm not just sitting here and just enjoying the episode for what it is and how it adds to the story. Insecure has never let us down in the writer's room. So we Correct. know it's going to play out. Um, I think it is. I know you mentioned about skipping a one year later. If I'm not mistaken, I think that was discussed on Twitter. I think Issa was answering tweets. And I think the question was, are they going to address the pandemic? And she said, no, like we're not even going to, you know, the shows are trying to incorporate it and see how they can tell the story to fit in with real life. But Insecurity wanted to stay away with it. And I think that was part of the one. And I actually later. appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I like the fact that, when we see Issa and Molly, it just represents the title of the episode, growth. Like, we see their relationship grow, as you said. Um, we see both of them grow as individuals in that mm-hmm. year's time. And mm-hmm. sure, a lot of people, a lot of other people who we didn't see in this episode have grown also. So it's, it's, it's fun to see. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. And everybody uh, who listens and has had conversations with me knows how much I dislike Molly. But I do want to say that it was good to see her sort of um, showing up for Issa. And, you know, uh, when she spent the night, she was singing Issa's little best friend song, get my best friend. And I mean, although she was singing it wrong, like I was like, okay, so she does, there's some growth there. Look at her. Yeah, (laughs) they're in a real good space. It's good to see. Um, It is. It like is. Said, I'm rooting for Molly because I could see last week she's starting to be more self-aware and she's really trying to fall in that space of all right, then I need to change some things. And it doesn't start until you you know you you know it's an issue yourself when you finally accept it and she's finally come to terms with that. And uh she's growing and I appreciate it. I appreciate everything Molly's doing and all the effort she's making. Uh <laughs> just real quick when it comes to Molly, Herbert, the whole oh, man. Mom, who became a deacon at 15. Yeah, that's a whole <laughs> But that that pressure of mom putting it on you to settle down, the the Issa line. <laughs> His daddy look good. Now show me him. Show me him, Molly. <laughs> the way she delivered that line had me weak. Shout out to Issa. Shout out to the writing room. But because why does he look that old? Come on now. Yeah, that's some wild. Hey, it's secure funny man on the low. Like it, it real subtle, like. They do small things that are just comedy. Um, right. So I also, uh, while we're on Molly and her self-awareness, I appreciated the video montage of her dating life and her uh, what not to do's and her realizing like, oh, shit, Loki, 
I actually was doing the most. And she really was because that montage, I'm like, oh my God, this bitch was really crazy. Um, but I appreciate how she kind of stepped back, recognized that, and was able to move forward in a seemingly positive light. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, whatever date she went on, uh, how that panned out, because I'm sure we'll hear about it. Well, I would like to think we'll hear about it because we don't know if they're going to flash forward another year. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. You never know. Atlanta. You never know. If I had to make an over under on you not mentioning the date nap in her profile, I don't know where I would have said it at, but I definitely <laughs> want some money because how did you not mention what her profile said? <laughs> what did her profile say? Did I miss it? Did you miss it when she first got when she logged back going to the league on her phone? I saw that, you but what speak, did it say? You didn't. You didn't. She read it out loud too when she said, uh, "No kids, one degree, preferably two. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I saw. Yeah. I saw all of that. Um, I can't really say anything about that because, um, you know, although I deviate. <laughs> <laughs> Although I deviate from the list, I did filler on it. Hey man, listen. Because <laughs> when you well, don't have, you don't have no kids. You don't have. Nah, I get it. I don't have myself. You know, I, it's I just, a lot. It was just the list. It was, you know, it was a, it was very demanding. It, it was very it was. Popular, Molly list. Let's put it like that. It was. It was the way it was listed. Like it was the way she said it. Because you kind of have to ease those things into the conversation and into your standards like you can be firm on them but also like <laughs> yeah it, it seemed reading them if i was a dude reading them i wouldn't even want parts of it because it didn't seem like a negotiation oh right bring right. up a person that's not something you put in your profile like that's a list of demands and if you ain't here and she said it if you're not if you're none of these swipe left whatever swipe, it was, <laughs> swipe yeah, left right out molly right out but it's uh crazy i told y'all now, don't get me thinking about how much I don't like Molly. I already done gave the lady some props now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, definitely. We're going to stay on that. We're going to stay on that this whole season. We're going to start giving Molly her flowers and really make sure Molly gets the love she needs. She's growing into a new person. We're we going to have you seeing her in a different light by the time episode 10 hits. But uh, We'll see. Let's <laughs> about growth. Uh, we see Issa, like I said, that year's past. She's no longer that unsure entrepreneur that she was, you know, at the panel at Stanford. She block is thriving. They just right. followers. Um shout out to Koya. I'm glad shout out to Koya. I I'm have written that screen. several times in my notes. Shout yeah. out to Koya. <laughs> Definitely shout out to Courtney Taylor who uh, plays Court, uh, Koya as well. But her line about a roommate and her man <laughs> man, my roommate and her man be getting it on. It's my mama. Yeah, and that's and my, my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Ma'am. Yeah, so uh we like I said, Molly is seeing more of herself going with the growth theme. We have a new character alert. New character yeah. alert. We got Chris, excuse me, Chris Sean. Chris Sean played by Kofi Cerebo with his fine ass. Uh he's playing another artist, which we talked about we really love recently, where he's that's another movie. Um, yes. And uh, which we need to discuss and break that down at some point. But oh, we definitely can. Another another podcast for another day. But um, this let's just have this conversation now. I want to kind of okay. break it down. 
because I think my favorite scene of the episode was their conversation right before the show. Mm-hmm. And it just represented so much. And we have Issa having all of the success and, you know, it kind of shows the pressure that you have to walk a straight line and really bend yourself to these corporations and these spines right. and making sure that you're making them happy and, and going a little bit above and beyond and forgetting why they are doing business or partnering with you in the first place. In the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, Issa's on scary ground. She's still an entrepreneur, even though she's successful. All of that can be going tomorrow. She doesn't have any kind of safety net or, you know, anything to go with. She's right. doing all on her own. So I can understand her wanting to be a little bit cautious, but at the same time, you really have to see your vision. And, and Crenshaw really made her see that and remember that in that whole conversation. Mm. Yes, you- he did. And and to a degree, I agree. And now pause. For the most part, I'm a rule following ass nigga. So I'm not. So we we definitely. <laughs> Spectrum. So that as, was as witness, witness this past Saturday, I'm not a rule follower. <laughs> we know. <laughs> and that works for you. You know, I mean, while I am a free spirit, but for the most part, um, I don't want to say it like that because it sounds crazy, but like I tend to toe the line, you know, I just do what I'm supposed to do. And I recognize that Crenshaw, what a name, was <laughs> an artist but i felt him on staying true to himself and wanting to do all of the things um that he said he was going to do in this show but the reality is is that you lucked up on that working out positively for you um because that could have went really really left and damaged not only your career but also isa's you know um I appreciate his zeal and his belief in himself, but also like you had to add everybody back. Did we need the low riders? I mean, you came out with the with the drummers and the the fashion show was fire. Um, but you know, you didn't have to do all of that. So I I, I love those points that you made. I've been looking at this from the artist side. Okay, I've been looking at it from his point of view. And and I, I that that sent more of a message to me than Issa side of it. While I see everything that she's doing and what she's trying to accomplish, mm-hmm. I also can understand that there's a space that exists where the higher we get, the more we're looked at to kind of bend and conform, mm-hmm. and not just stay ourselves, and not just have people adjust to us and adjust to the culture and adjust to you, and you know. If they like it, that's cool. And if they don't, then it wasn't for them anyway. Then it wasn't for them anyways. Right. There's definitely always a level of that. Yeah, exactly. And I can understand Crenshaw, especially when he, there's there were a lot of talk about vision. You know, mm-hmm. it feel right. You know, just those gut feelings that you can have as an artist um, when you just can do things freely. And this is my work. This is my this is my life at the moment. And I saw this thing go a certain way. And the fact that I'm not being able to do it that way really bothers me. And I thought I'd be cool with it, and it's not. So I understand exactly where he was coming from with that. Um, But like I said, you make great points. Issa's got a brand to answer to. And he reminded her that, too. You have a brand to answer to. And I think the real issue was it was the way Issa was kind of talking about it. Yeah. That he was out of pocket. Um, 
I think Issa, she even said, um, help me out. What was the conversation I had when? Well, she, she noted that they I, wanted to bring in other people. No, 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 no. Not even that. The one where she was saying, um, you don't even know all what I've done to get you here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not my savior. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was the way she was talking to him, even the way she was self-reflecting and putting that on herself when the show was going on. Oh, look at him. He can't even stand it. He can't even watch it. Like he, she's in her own head so much concerned about what that man thinks instead of just saying, look, Krishan, he, he laid his vision out. He laid it out on a big stage. They didn't like it. It didn't work out. I understand it's not cool because it could backfire on her and, and get her fired, but it is what it is. I don't think he, I think she overacted just a tad. And I just think she a realized, tad. She realized that because his him him staying true to his heart and his vision was a good look for Issa. She right. wanted because of that. Like you say, it could have easily backfired, but at the same time, she's not looking at it like that. And you can see the light bulb go off. Like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it my way. Right, right. Now, that I completely agree with. And shout out to Seth for um, seeing the vision and he himself having a self-reflective moment um you know sometimes when we're new to things and we're in startup and we do we all get scared and want to play it safe but the reality is when you're out on a limb there's only so much safety that you can have like because it's all new um so everybody you have to do you so. facts facts um have you ever went above someone's head at the job and had it backfire on you uh, not like that. You haven't had all right. That was <laughs> <laughs> Nadia is not for the people. Okay, she is not one of the girls. Yeah, this ain't this ain't one of them type meetings. We are gonna get everybody involved. We get we we leaving a paper trail. We all met at this time. We had steaks for breakfast, which I yeah. mean I love a steak and egg, but for three of them and we worried about money. Come on now, in LA, <laughs> stop playing. Works so that's how it works so. Um. You got any other topics before we get into Issa and Nathan? Oh my gosh. You got anything else you want to kind of go cover and get into? Um to backtrack just a little bit. Um, I want to make note of Koya uh metal detecting with the wand on Molly because she believes she brought a gun to the black party. I love that. And I love that Koya doesn't really see it for Molly quite yet. So that year be damned. Koya got discernment. <laughs> that's real. That's real. Uh, that's it. That was kind of my big thing. Um, other than invisible niggas going to heaven. Nah, which... I thought of, I, I thought about that too, and I'm like, that goes right into one of your in our preview episode. One of your favorite quotes. Like, is it a knife? Is it a gun? Is it a gun? Is this my life? <laughs> yeah. So them tying that hole into like did Molly bring the gun? Yeah, Koya didn't I mean, play with. Yeah, I rock with Koya. I rock with Koya. Definitely glad that we getting it's uh getting more of her. And one more uh point that I had was actually a throwback to last week's episode unintentionally. So uh when Molly gets to uh the show event with the Dasani water and Issa goes, Dasani, we're in WB now. Are these colors and hand signs? Um, that just reminded me of last week's whole aka debacle uh with hand signs and colors for the show. So that was super funny to me. 
Although it was completely unrelated, uh, but in lieu of, you know, timelines and whatnot, I found it extremely hilarious. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, let's get right. Let's in. get into it. Let's get into Nathan. So, as we know, a whole year has passed by. So this is mm -hmm. not the same relationship um, and the same feelings, I'm sure, aren't there. Mm hmm. Um, that we last saw them two at, you know, Nathan, we, everybody ended season four saying, all right, is Nathan, Nathan going to be a suitor for Issa? And this is the first time we really get to see that. And it really reminds me of, and, and this isn't the same thing um, on any kind of level. It's at a much smaller scale. Mm -hmm. But in season one, when Issa referred to Daniel as a what if guy, mm -hmm. I think Asa, I mean, Asa, I think Nathan, <laughs> serves that same kind of role for Issa in a different way. If you remember, Ooh. Nathan was the first one when, you know, she that's who she was with when she told Molly, like, I'm kind of over Lawrence. Mm -hmm. like, I can be a, it'd be cool. She, Nathan made her feel that way. Mm -hmm. um, she told Molly Nathan was the first guy that she really liked since Lawrence. Mm -hmm. And obviously there was a whole ghost situation, but that was the one person that we seen or one character that even fans were like, I wonder what this would look like if they really like gave it a go. And I think Issa as a character, you can see that kind of building up and, and it coming to fruition this episode. I agree with you. I I agree. Um, but unfortunately we don't, we don't find out what if. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, nah, we definitely don't find out what if. Um, so I think that it's, it's a very weird thing. I really did love their relationship uh, blossoming. But so let, let's take a look at this week and unpack that. We see, when we first see Nathan, Issa's helping him with the anniversary for um, the barbershop and whatnot. And so they're trying to navigate that. And we see that they still have very cute friendship banter. And they're at the restaurant where people are um, sucking a face. Uh, and setting the mood and setting vibes, and he's when Issa asked him if he was had those same kind of plans for later, he sort of he answers her, but he kind of nah, he gave a, he got an answer that I know what that answer is, but he didn't, you, you know, laugh, like laugh off yeah, but question. don't worry about it. Yeah, you laugh it off and you ask a question like anything right. else. Yeah, Nathan avoided. Right, and, and to which I appreciate because also we have to remember that Nathan was heartbroken um, essentially when Issa chose Lawrence. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep, that's And literally, what, <laughs> two days later, if that, um, we, found out, we found out about his situation, which we don't really have to get into because we all know what that is. Um, I like how Nathan is sort of cautious around Issa. Like, you know, I like you. We got this history, but also know that I'm doing me. Because on the, in addition to that, they've maintained this weird friendship, you know, and Molly makes note of it. Mm -hmm. I can't be friends with somebody whose dick I've seen, which I mean, I'm friends with mad dicks. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't quite relate. But, um, Yo, you wild. <laughs> I mean, I'm mad like that. But... Nah, 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 nah. I know what you're <laughs> But you know, what about your friends, okay? Some people are better left 
in, in that category than any other. Um, but it, it is weird, especially if there was potential relationship there, not just some physical flings, you know. Um, so watching them sort of navigate that was interesting because you can see, at least to me, that Issa does still have some feelings there. Um, but she's unsure. And how can you how can you broach it, you know? And Nathan watched her for a year, essentially, while they're in this friendship space, be heartbroken and sad all over again. And this was very triggering for me. And really be right <laughs> about the nigga having you fucked up again. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Has that ever happened to you? Speaking of just you said that Issa had feelings still there, mm-hmm. which obviously were on display, but after watching it the second time, you realize, you know, those feelings weren't the same feelings that Nathan still had for Issa. You know, Nathan had it just straight up from a, like, if you're trying you're to cool. do that, like, you know what I'm saying? If you want to be cool, we can do that. If you want, like, you can tell by the way she he looked when he, she asked him to stay. Mm-hmm. Nathan was down like he initiated he already knew like alright we can do this like and I ain't gonna have no attachment to you you're just gonna be in rotation but yeah, that's needed like up. a genuine like friend she needed like affection in, in a different way and that all poured out when we'll get to the crying in the mouth <laughs> uh, before we get there I, just... I think I'm about to disagree with you on that but go ahead alright alright so I just do before we get into everything I just got a question uh-huh. So Issa looked up and she saw the full moon. She hit up Nathan. Mm-hmm. And obviously last episode, we see the full moon when she breaks up with Lawrence. Do you think, mm-hmm. uh, obviously it was intentional, but what do you take from it? Do you think that the full moon reminded her of Lawrence? Do you, what do you, what's your whole thoughts behind it? No, I think, you know, full moons are just like a sign for yeah. rediscovery. Okay. Or not rediscovery. Well, yeah, no, rediscovery and growth and whatnot end of a cycle or the symbolizes the beginning of a new one so i got you i got you i know that was a little topic going around but you said you were going to disagree with me about the whole nathan thing mm-hmm. you don't think that he was he do you think he just really wanted to be cool uh to a degree that's not the part i was going to disagree with you about it was more so about Issa and the affection that she needed Ah, okay. In that moment. <laughs> it's really just, yeah, you take that over. I want you to just go ahead and give me your thoughts because as a woman, you can speak more from that point of view. And I just want to kind of hear what you got to say about it. Yeah. So, like I said, I was extremely triggered by her weeping in that man's mouth. <laughs> I was weak, but also triggered because there is a, you know, when you're younger, if you jump out of heartbreak, not all, I'm not even going to say most, but there are times where you'll immediately need to, your heart is broken, so you need to feel um, affection and attention from somebody else. So you immediately jump into some bullshit or at least, you know, get your rocks off real quick just because you need to feel good. Like, do something to make me feel good. You know, you just need that. <laughs> Shout out to Players Club. Oh, oh you see how that fits? Mm, look at me. So... <laughs> a full professional out here. Full professional. Um, so when you get a little older and realize that you say, you know what, let me sit my hot box down 
and realize that you want to move from a healthy and healed place, you'll take a step back and take the time to really kind of be by yourself, get in tune, take care of some other things. And so when you get to that place where you think that you're ready to take it to the next step with somebody else and then quickly realize that you're not, nigga, <laughs> that shit is crazy. Um, but you, I've never like cried with another person like that because that is very embarrassing. But trying to back out of some dick is, you know, it can be tough. <laughs> some dick that you thought you wanted is initiated, like, and you realize, ah, I really don't want that. So let me be cool how I be cool. It, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not an easy transition. And now it's about to be awkward because. Nigga, what? Yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah, you, man. Um, I'm just looking at that from from my perspective, and I'm like, okay, that'd be nah, not not that, just the part you just said, like, damn, man, like you gotta be a G about it and be like, all right, cool, but damn, like, shit, I thought I was getting some pussy. Exactly. Uh, I mean, and we see Issa back out of it, um, in. The episode with Luke James, what is that? When she first gets on Tinder and she asks, you know, to go over there and she starts giggling. That was very different than than what we saw last night. Nathan's reaction. What did you think about that? <sighs> Nathan fell a little bit from grace. But I feel him low-key. Like, okay, I hear he comforted her. But then he dipped out in the still of the night, like, sir. And then you had to take a lift. You really could have just waited. I wasn't that asleep. She wasn't in REM. It's <laughs> ever an acceptable moment outside of, obviously, like, I got an emergency. Some real shit happened. Is there ever an acceptable moment for someone to just up and bounce? Without saying bye? Yeah, without saying bye, that's what I mean. No, why would you do that? Because I already was crying. <laughs> Man, she, she, hey, she cried. She went to sleep. Like my job done. I got, hey, Nathan had other moves to get to. But are you really about to go make those moves tonight? It might happen. He, I mean, he might because you know how y'all do. Yeah, but um, I was salty. I was salty that he left like that. And I know he obviously was uncomfortable because, like I said, he's watched her for a year, probably have similar episodes um, or probably be reclusive if it wasn't business um, concerned, you know? So I, I didn't like how he left, but also am I about to sit here and hold you while you cry over this nigga again to my face? I don't know. I, not, I didn't love not it. Doing that. I'm definitely not doing that. But yeah, they I feel like they better than that. I think they well, exactly because yeah, they, we friends, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They better than that. And uh, it made it seem like since this didn't happen, that, that puts a change in our friendship. Yeah. I can like it's like you said, I can see him looking at it from a stance of like, I didn't ask you to do none of this. Exactly. Like, here you are again. And that's you know, not I don't know how many strikes that is um when it comes to Nathan on her end, but yeah, you can't just up and bounce like that. You can't up and bounce like that. Like, nah, damn. That's, that's the, that, you know, if you 
I'm not going to take it there. But uh, the fact that that's the homie, like, you're supposed to say something. You're Especially supposed to say you know, something. Obviously, just going, she's going through something emotionally. You see that. Like, you can just hit her with the, yo, I got to slide out. Like, I got to go. She's sad as fuck. yourself. What'd you say? I said, yeah, he could easily hit her with the, yo, I'm about to slide. I got to go. Like, he didn't have to explain himself, but he wasn't supposed to just have her wake up to being like, what the fuck? To the door closing? Are you crazy? <laughs> oh, man. Because but... then, now I'm already in my feelings. Now you would have turned me up. <laughs> now I'm about to be on go because now I'm pissed. And yeah. hurt all over again for a whole other reason. Yeah, so I think we see the door close on any kind of possible rekindling of that uh of that relationship. Oh, yeah, that's a wrap. I th- obviously I think Nathan will be around in, in some kind of capacity and I'm sure there will be a conversation about how that night ended mm-hmm. uh, but until then we will uh, just keep guessing on what happens you don't see any I don't know if I saw this on the Twitter sphere um, any possible Issa Krishan type of thing I, so I tried to stay off of the bird uh, until until we recorded because I just didn't want to be clouded with anybody else's sort of thoughts and opinions on it. Now, I thought there was a look after the show where uh, they shared sort of um, a glance, but I couldn't tell if that was a more... That was, that was a I'm, fuck. Like, fuck you, my shit worked look. That's what I was about to say. I was like, I couldn't necessarily tell if it was uh, more of a C or... Um, this might be something because based off the previews in the uh in the long trailer, we see him again. So um I'd be interested to see in what capacity we see him again because again, he is very fine. So if that's a love interest, I would not be mad. Uh, well, going right into the previews for next week, I think next week is a Lawrence dominated episode. Yes. And we see him in San Francisco being a trolley nigga or being afraid of the trolleys. So I'm <laughs> yeah, scared of jumping and thinking about jumping out something, he said. But it'll be good to catch up with Lawrence. I'm sure we get a, light, a look into the what he's been up to the past year. I'm sure we'll get to see Condola. We'll get to meet his son for the first time. Now, see, I don't think that's next week. I think I think I, I really think it's gonna be I I don't even know if Issa and Molly will be in this episode. I think they're gonna I, I don't think they're in this episode either. But what I think it is, I think it's like the Stanford episode uh last week. I think it's Lawrence a year ago. So just getting to San Fran, navigating that. So we see that he actually goes. I don't think Condola has the baby yet. Um yeah. I, I think it. I think it's a toss back to a year prior versus current time. Okay then. Well, all I know is we're gonna get to see some Chad. You can't have a Lawrence episode without Chad. So absolutely, definitely excited. Absolutely. Chad make his season debut. Um, I think that's about it. You got anything else, Rachel? Um, I think that's mostly it. Other than I don't know how we didn't recognize uh, how the episode started with Issa brushing her teeth, um, and then Molly using her vibrator her rabbit (laughs) so lots of electronics going on to start off the episode but i too thought that was not really a callback but i laughed when you just actually mentioned uh isa fantasizing 
about Daniel while she was uh, in the bed with him. But then um, there was an episode where her she was dreaming about her teeth falling out. So I thought that that was interesting because now we see she has an electric toothbrush and it's, uh, she has a great oral hygiene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. And she's uh, waking up earlier. He's on the and she's waking up earlier. She went from 7 a.m. to 6 a.m. She's got money moves to make. Yeah, she ain't oversleeping for the for the water dude or whoever it was. She Right. Now, is she still managing that apartment or is she just still living there? I'm I'm sure she's not managing it. I'd be surprised if that was the case. You know what I'm saying? Her uh um her furnishing and everything else has got a lot nicer. It, it definitely has. You know I mean? It definitely has. Her spots an upgrade now. So I don't I don't think she's managing, but and her wardrobe. Yeah, Issa's successful now. We she's get, successful. And you know what? Speaking of her wardrobe, I want to shout out the uh, costume designer. I think her name is Shiana Torini. Um, and I know that we made note in the last couple episodes of loving um, the clothes of everybody. So I just want to shout that out because she was on the uh, the wind down after episode yeah, uh, last yeah. night. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was one of the things she mentioned, like being able to style black women who don't have a spending limit. Their characters don't. Period. Really go out here and buy whatever. So that makes it even more fun for um, someone like her. So absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think we got most of it covered. Like we said, like we said, if uh, please hit us up on Twitter, um, krich513. And I am Ray P R five A's Y P. (laughs) Same on Instagram. Same on Instagram as well. So please hit us up. As always, we definitely appreciate you listening. We're looking forward to these last eight episodes, seeing what else we're going to learn. I'm really excited about next week. Lawrence Hive all day. You already know what it is. Not me. Y'all be cool. (laughs) Y'all be cool. Peace. We love y'all.